Hello! Well, it's been a minute since I've recorded a new episode, and I wanted to let you know what's going on. I'm writing a book, two actually, that will be published this year. I've heard from some of you that you're furiously taking notes as you listen to the podcast episodes. Some of you have even printed off the transcripts and are highlighting them and putting them in a binder. I love this so much, and it has inspired me for book number two. So what you've been asking for, it's coming. Now, that said, I will be recording a new episode soon and we'll get back to a regular schedule. In the meantime, if you're interested in hearing about the book and knowing when it's coming out, be sure to go to trishazodi.com and get on my email list. You'll be the first to know. Now, here's the episode you came for. Hi, friends. It's Trisha Zodi. Welcome to my podcast. Another Beautiful Life, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Spirit After Brokenness. I am so excited that you're joining me here today as we walk this journey together. I believe that God is extending out His hand, offering each one of us the opportunity to be guided into restoration. I also believe that with restoration comes freedom, adventure, and great hope. These are the things He's calling us to. And I'm glad we can do this together. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 34, Hiding in Plain Sight. There are so many new things I've been experiencing emotionally in the past several years. And not only that, I've noticed that I respond in a way that's a little foreign to me. I wonder if you can relate. Take, for example, fear. Fear has not been something I've dealt with most of my life. I've had other things to deal with, but generally not fear. Yet I can see that this has been the thing that I've had to combat most these past three plus years. It's new, and my reaction to it surprises me. Again, because it's new. And I don't really know what to do with myself when I'm afraid. What do you do when you're afraid? I've noticed that sometimes when I'm afraid, I hide, like literally hide. I might avoid phone calls from friends. I might ignore or decline social invitations. I retreat into my own space and won't let anyone in physically. But emotionally, I hide too. When I'm fearful, I tend to ruminate on all the what ifs. I'll play over and over again in my head all the different scenarios that lead to the worst possible circumstances. And it's almost like fear of one thing makes me fearful of everything, including everything that's outside of my control, which is just about everything. Sometimes I'll even stop reading my Bible, but not because I don't want to read it, but because my mind can't concentrate on anything but the fear. I sabotage myself by pulling away from the very source, and that's with a capital S, that can actually help me. It's like I temporarily forget who he is and what he can do. Like I have no evidence of his power in my life prior to this moment. Is anyone out there that does the same thing? The crazy thing is, I know that from the very beginning of this journey to healing, God has been leading me all the way. 
He's done extraordinary, supernatural things for my personal provisions that were unmistakably straight from His good and gracious hand. He has parted the proverbial Red Sea in my life just when I thought my enemy was going to overtake me. I would even call what he's done many times over to be a miracle, absolute miracle. So why would I hide in fear? My friend Gideon hid too. Okay, so Gideon lived a long time ago, and he's not aware that we're even friends. If he were alive today, we'd be besties. And that's because Gideon was so real. He was afraid, so he hid, just like me. You have to know Gideon's story, though. Gideon was a man just trying to get by, doing his job, and putting food on his family's table. The story is found in Judges 6, if you're wondering. So Gideon would harvest his crops, and then his task was to beat the wheat and toss the grain in the air in order to separate the chaff from the grain. But this process of separation meant that he needed the wind to help him accomplish the task. In the right circumstances, he'd throw the beaten grain in the air and the wind would blow away the lightweight husks and let the meaty grain fall to the ground. Yet Gideon was inside a wine press, in a closed-off area, trying to do his job. No wind there. How successful was he at his job without the wind's help? But the work had to be done correctly nonetheless. Chaff separated from the grain. So perhaps he beat harder or used his hands to separate to pick out the chaff. Can you imagine the amount of work? If he had just positioned himself rightly outside, the job would have been so much easier and more successful. What kept him from doing this? Fear. He was afraid of what was outside. He was hiding from the Midianites, afraid they would come and take his grain from him. The Midianites were there in the promised land, oppressing the people of Israel. In the promised land, mind you, the very land that God himself led them to for their freedom. Gideon here has no courage. Man, I know what that feels like. How about you? He feels weak to push back on the Midianites, to claim the people of Israel's rightful stance in the land of promise. Maybe because he's relying on his own power, strength, and ability. He knows his limitations. He's just a man. Maybe he projected his human limitations on God, believing the Midianites too strong even for God to overtake, too. So he hid from them. Another reason why Gideon and I would be friends, Gideon of little faith. Fortunately for Gideon, and for me, God still gives the promise, I will be with you. Funny, Gideon thought he was hiding, but God saw exactly where he was, hiding in plain sight. God then asked Gideon to step out of his hiding in fear and go in strength to fight against the oppression. But he's not going in his own strength, but in God's. Gideon is not going to win the battle because of his own ability, but because of God's ability. 
This newfound faith for Gideon is going to change his life. Everything shifts. I wonder, too, if this is where Gideon remembers what God did, all the miracles in Egypt, to set his people free. With that kind of evidence of God's sovereign power to move people and orchestrate circumstances, to make abundant provisions when things look hopeless, to open up a way when there seems to be no way at all of surviving by parting the Red Sea. I wonder if this is where Gideon began to trust that God, his God, would do the same for him. That not only he could do these kinds of things for him, but that he would. I wonder if this is where Gideon found his faith. I think this is where I found my faith to overcome the fear. In looking back and seeing all the ways God had been active and working in my life. There are so many stories, but one in particular was very impactful for me. It's where I look back and know now that there, everything shifted. It was when I was pregnant with my third child. In fact, my due date was just four days away. It was a Friday, and Brian had taken off work that day. He stayed home with our oldest child, and I took our daughter, who was two at the time, out to run errands. After several hours, we came home and pulled into the garage. I drove a minivan and crawled into the back to get her out of the car seat. After getting her out successfully, she realized that she didn't have her baby doll with her. So I crawled back in to grab her doll. As I backed my way out, big, fat, and pregnant, I lost my balance and tumbled backwards out onto the garage floor. I fell on my left side onto the concrete and literally couldn't move. I had a sharp pain in my elbow, my wrist, and my left ankle. My only hope was if my two-year-old daughter could go get her daddy. So I told her to go to the back door and bang on it real hard. She was so little, I was just sure Brian wouldn't hear her. And he didn't. A few minutes later, she came back. And then I told her to crawl through the doggy door. It was just her size. Apparently, Brian was taking a nap with our son, and my petite little darling but extremely smart girl had to climb the stairs to wake him. Fast forward to the next evening and my water broke. I had been to the emergency room and they checked us both out, mom and baby, and we were just fine. Just a few chipped bones in the elbow and ankle and a sprained wrist. They put me on crutches and sent me home. Now that my water had broke, I was headed back to the hospital. When delivery began, it was like a miracle took place. I had absolutely no pain in my ankle, elbow, or wrist. None whatsoever. And no, I had not been given an epidural or any drugs at all. I had been so worried about my wrist, especially during delivery, knowing I needed to grab onto something or someone. But I had no pain at all. I really felt like God had washed over my body with healing in that moment. But here's why this story is so significant for me. This was a time in my life when I wasn't really walking closely with the Lord. 
I was doing things my way, living my life with him on the periphery. I was hiding. And still, in his loving kindness and great compassion, he made his presence known. It was a miracle from start to finish. He loved me even though I wasn't acting lovable. He loved me even when I was Trisha of little faith. And he came to my rescue. Friend, is there something going on in your life that makes you feel weak or confused? Are you feeling oppressed by external circumstances that are outside of your control? Or maybe you're just struggling and not up to the task that's right in front of you. Maybe you feel like hiding. I want to encourage you today. Walk forward with faith because God himself sees you right where you are, hiding in plain sight. And he is with you right there. The very one who split the Red Sea to save those he loved. The very one who is in the rescuing business, rescuing even those who don't know they need him. In the beauty of his sovereignty and in the power of his strength, he can move people and orchestrate things for whatever it may be that you need. Can you look back at a time before when you know that the Lord has come to your rescue? Have you seen his work, his power, his intervention in your life, parting your Red Sea? Can you find evidence of him working on your behalf in your past? Friend, it's time to quit hiding and come in faith believing that the one that loves you so deeply wants to make his presence known in your life. It's time to quit relying on your own abilities, trying to work so hard to make things go the way you think they should. It's time instead to position yourself underneath the mighty hand of the Father and watch him work for you again. Come to your rescue and overcome your enemy. And you, my friend, are not going to win the battle, whether that be fear or worry, a physical situation, or even sin. Whatever makes you want to hide. You're not going to win the battle because of your own ability, but because of God's ability, His power. And this newfound faith is going to change your life. Now is when everything shifts as God is drawing you out from hiding. Friends, join me next Wednesday for the next episode of Another Beautiful Life Podcast.